I come here early most Sunday mornings. Yeah, to get to get tuned up. And to pray. To pray over the the pews and the doors for people that are walking in and coming in. And I pray over the driveway for people that might drive in. And you never know. You just never know. And I come here to wrestle with God for a little while because things are... I don't think words from God are ever uh, completely complete. And I'm I'm going off script here for a minute, so... I I take this role that I walk in very seriously. Um, I know how important words are. I realize that, for the most part, I get the most opportunity to speak up here. And we're trying to extend that and, and broaden that so that's not always the case but I realize that, that I uh, I do the most of the talking and as much as I love to talk and I've said that before as much as I love to get up and share as much as I love to do all that it is really kind of uh, humbling and it's supposed to be that, because my words could, could impact you in such a way that, that you hear God in a different way, and you walk stronger in Him, and that's wonderful. Or my words could really mess you up. You know, I take those words very seriously. I pray about it. I seek God about it. And I come up with a, a sermon or a talk or a sharing, and I think, okay... This, this, is, this is what God wants you to hear. But if you don't go home and check it against scriptures, check it about, you know, make sure that everything's good, then, then I'm encouraging you to do that, okay? I'm encouraging you to do that because I don't want to stand up here Sunday upon Sunday and just, and just entertain you. I'm, I'm not sure I'm even that entertaining. But, I mean, I want you to hear God. I really do. So, that's my heart this morning, that as we begin to dive into the apostolic gift and what that means, I'm still discovering more and more of what this is all about. And I want to go on a journey with you. So as we explore this and as we uh, dive into this, as we learn from each other and learn from him, Please know, if you don't, that I take this very seriously. And uh, it really does undo me every Sunday that I get to do this for a lot of different reasons. Have you ever felt, did you ever have a day when you felt like you were shot out of a cannon? Just shot out of a cannon that the events of life are passing you by so fast and so quickly that they're in your face and that you're just like going full speed and you're just hoping that there's a net at the other end of this trajectory. I didn't say that right, I know, but maybe some days you feel like you're being shot by a cannon. I feel like that a lot of times, okay? But certainly there are days that I feel like I've been shot out of a cannon.
In Isaiah 6, Isaiah is having a moment just like that. He's about to get his marching orders from God. He's having this wonderful privilege of listening to this conversation that God is having with the heavenly host. And he, and he asked this question. God asked this powerful, wonderful question. Isaiah 6, 8. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah said, Here I am. Send me. Here I am. Send me. The, the Hebrew word for go here, it's, you know, the English language, again, we, we, we wait two little letters go and we think we really understand what it means okay with the Hebrew word expands on it the Hebrew word for go is a general term for going on a journey but it's a specific term of walking in relationship and companion with someone who is actually teaching us on the way it's a discipleship feeling to this word it's, look how much more expansive that is than just the word go Powerful. Wonderful. Now, the Hebrew word for send in this passage means to send away something that grows after it's been planted to stretch out your hand. But I love this. A weapon that is launched by hand. A projectile. A projectile. Keep that in mind as we go on here because... See, because I love Isaiah's heart here. It's almost like he's like, pick me, pick me, I'm ready to go. I'm, 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 I, let me go. I'm, I get it. I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, there's, there's passion in his, we read it matter-of-factly. You know, we're like, oh, here I am. Send me. Really? You just heard this heavenly conversation go on. You just heard the God of hosts say, who am I going to send? I think you'd be a little by, a bit excited if you were trying to get God's attention and say, pick me, pick me. I'll go. I'll do this. I'll do this. And, it, and it because I think because, you know, Isaiah obviously had an understanding of what those words meant. He had a word. He knew what those words meant. So I love his heart here. The statement, here I am. Send me is a wonderful response to the term when Jesus says, come follow me. To the, to the apostatic call that Father God gives in this, in this passage. It's a wonderful response to, from a redeemed heart point of view. And I think it's, it answers the apostolic mission given by Jesus in Matthew 28. So if you turn to Matthew 28, let's read it. Matthew 28 beginning with verse 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And if that wasn't enough, listen to the Gospel of John, chapter 17. Jesus is praying to the Father. And in verse 18, he prays this. As you sent, Apostello, me into the world, so I have sent, Apostello, them into the world. world. Okay? Not done yet. John 20, 21, it says this. And again, Jesus says, peace be unto you. 
As the Father has sent me, Apostello, I am sending you Apostellos, the plural of it. This word, this Bible, this, this, this wonderful gift that God has given us is a sending book. It's an apostolic book. We know it's a prophetic book. This book contains the greatest evangelistic tools on the face of the planet. This, is, this book is a, a guide of how to take care of sheep. It's a shepherding book. And there is no greater book on the face of the planet that has ever existed or will ever exist that can teach us the things of God like this book. It's, it's all those five gifts that we were talking about. It's here. It's complete. It's done. It's finished. This is, this is the word of God that we need to be apostolically sent into the world. It is inspired by the Holy Spirit. This book is alive. It's powerful. And to believe its words, to believe its authority, to believe its power, is to believe that lost human beings can be transformed into sons and daughters. This book is alive. This book is everything that we need to walk as his sons and daughters on this planet. It's done. This, this is what we need. This is what we need to devour. This is what we need to breathe in. This is what we need to live by. John thirteen sixteen, to me, is a great reminder of our posture towards the apostolic gifting. Okay? John thirteen sixteen says this. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant, a voluntary bondservant, is that what that means, is not greater than his master, nor is the messenger, apostolos, greater than the one who has sent him, apostolo. Truly, truly, I say to you that a servant is not greater than his master, nor a messenger greater than the one who has sent him. So when we're talking about the ministry functions of apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers, we're walking in the things that Jesus walked in. We said that last week, that Jesus had all these gifts and maxed them out completely. He's our example. But we need to remind that our role, that these, these roles for us, these servant roles for us, are for planting and for watering. It is Jesus himself that gives the increase. Jesus said that he would build his church. And one of the ways that he uses to build his way is by sending us. So that's why it's important to, to really understand what the apostolic vision is all about. Now, apostles. The, word, the one word is apostolic, but apostolic is made up of two words. Apple, meaning to separate, and stello, meaning to send. So the English word, basically, apostle, means a sent out one. A sent out one. Now, apostolo was a common, common word around Jesus' times. It was a term that sailors use. It was a term that sailors use to describe getting, a, a, a sending people or cargo on a voyage. It was also what naval commanders used when they were sending ships into battle. They apostoloed ships into a battle. So it was a common word. It was a word used all the time. 
about, and it was a, a word that basically meant that someone was sent on a mission for someone else to represent them. We use that term. We, use the, we call that term an ambassador. An ambassador, someone that is sent to represent someone else. And we understand what ambassadors are. We have a United Nations where all the countries in the world send ambassadors to. Well, not all of them, but most of them. And they represent the countries that they're sent by. They are sent. They're apostolic by someone. I don't think they agree with the same way we do. But anyways, they, was, they are sending people. Second Corinthians 5.20 talks about that mission. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Christ making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. So we are his ambassadors. We have been sent, approved and entrusted with the gospel, 1 Thessalonians says. Approved and entrusted with the gospel. And to apostolically to be sent is a mindset of saying, you know what, I represent the king. And I am being sent by the king to do his will. So it is all about the king. It is really not about the ambassador, the messenger. It's really about the king. This stream that I call organic church life is a powerful expression of the heart of Jesus. Operating in the apostolic gifting or, or the servant role is not about new revelation. It's not about new revelation. But it is about revealing the truth of Jesus Christ to people who do not know. The walking in an apostolic stream is really about foundational teaching, not starting a new foundation. See, this book is full of foundational teaching. And this is what we teach from. But it's not about starting a whole new foundation. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about foundational teaching. I'm talking about revelation that reveals Jesus Christ to the world. Nothing new needs to be revealed except people who do not understand what this word is talking about. So that's what I mean by apostolic expression, apostolic teaching, apostolic walking. It's, it's not about being, becoming an apostle. It's about becoming a people who are sent out once. Let's go back to Matthew 28 real quick. Go therefore and make disciples. Again, that little word, that G-O in the English just doesn't really convey what it means. But in the Greek, it means to carry over or to transfer something to. And it's really about transferring orders from a, from a higher authority to someone else to carry out those orders. So the word go means that, but it also means this. And I love this part. It means to pursue the journey. To pursue the journey. Walking with Jesus Christ, we know, is a lifelong journey. And it's meant to be pursued. It is meant to be kind of like Isaiah. Here I am. Send me with passion, with vigor, with excitement, that this is something that we just don't go on a trip. We're pursuing the journey of walking with Jesus Christ. This is the, the wonderful expression that we get to do being sent out once to pursue the journey, to carry on his orders, to walk in a disciple-like manner and walking out the Great Commission. 
becoming a holy projectile for the gospel. Apostolic function is to meet people where they are, where they live, to find a starting point and to establish a beachhead. To establish a beachhead in, in some other territory. And to be able to build a bridge there so people can come to know Jesus Christ. This is really what is the power of being sent out. I had to, I had to think about this part right here because when I was studying and when I was praying, I was saying, you know, I appreciate that this gift exists. And I, and I realized the church has kind of been all over the place about the apostolic gift. And then I came to a place when I was praying and I said, God, what, what, what? I was just kind of stuck for a moment. And he says, Jay, you've got to remember that it's not really about the gift. It's about the mission. It's about the apostolic mission. The gifts, look, studying the gifts and studying and trying to figure out how they work, how they're to be expressed, and, 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 and to line up with Scripture, how, how all that works is important. But the mission is what's important. See, we've been sent out on a mission. The mission is what's important. I love being a gifted artist. I, I really like being an artist. I wish I had more time to be an artist. I wish I was alone in an attic being an artist at times. I love it. But there's a, there, there's a danger of being a gifted artist is that the art becomes so important, but that's what I'm known by, is the gift and not the person, not my character. And that the gift can become so important, almost like an idol in my life, that, that it's the gift that's noticed and not the person. See, gifts are temporary. But I want my character to be permanent. So it's the same thing. No matter what the gift is, I want to be known that I'm his son rather than any gifting that I'm walking in. So it's important to understand these gifts, but it's also important to understand it's really not about the gift. It's about the mission. So what are some traits of the apostolic ministry that sent out once? How does one serve out of the apostolic gift? What does it look like? I think apostolic giftings, people who walk in this, this gift, how they serve in this gift, is they, they tend to start something new. They open up new territory that wasn't opened up before. They build bridges for the other gifts, for the other places to serve, to walk over. They like to plant and they like to see growth. To them, it's about inventing creative ways to reach people, taking initiative, and being tactically prepared. Planning, strategy, and structure are the muscles that are exercised here. I think they also have servant hearts. They pursue the journey. They go because they have a deep willingness and a desire to serve. They want to meet a need without fanfare or without recognition. It's not important to them to be recognized. It's not about them. It's about following the master's example. They go because they want to follow Jesus. Sacrifice and giving and love are the muscles exercised here. 
And the third, third one, I think, and there, there are many more, and, you, and you, I think you begin to see that some of these things are just so connected. Obviously, see the other giftings in here as well. And that's the whole point, is that all these things are connected. All these gifts are connected. They must work together. So the third one is that they're mission-oriented. In the military thinking, being mission-oriented means that you understand the enemy's capabilities and the targets that need to be destroyed. That's the point. To be mission-oriented is to understand what the enemy is capable of and what we need to destroy and what strongholds we need to break down. That's mission-oriented for the apostolic gifting. The apostolic ministry is not a peacekeeping mission. It's a peace-giving mission. It is meant to echo the message of Jesus, to make peace with God by being what? Reconciled to God. Discernment, boldness, and communicating effectively are the muscles being exercised here. See, the apostolic mindset knows that we're in a war. It knows that uh, it knows its role, and it knows that we need the Holy Spirit constantly in all that it does. Second Timothy 1.14 gives us one very simple battle instruction. It's, it's a very simple, but it's a very powerful battle instruction. It says this, By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard, the word means keep watch, the good deposit, sacred trust, Entrusted to you. The good deposit is the gospel. That's what the good deposit that Paul is talking about. We've been entrusted with it. This is our sacred trust. And we guard that by the Holy Spirit, by His power, by His authority, and by His freedom to walk all this out. That's how we guard it. By the Holy Spirit. It's the only way that we can guard it. It's by the Holy Spirit power. I am tired of being afraid to walk out all the promises that God has in this wonderful book. I don't know about you, but I am personally tired of it. I am tired of people telling me that it's not this, it's not this, you can't do this, you can't do that. When this book is a book of freedom, I know we have to be careful. I know we, we, we need to be doctrinally strong. I know this. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking that there's been so much fear in walking out what this word says. And maybe you guys haven't been, but I have been. And I'm tired of it personally. The Holy Spirit is guarding me. He is guarding my heart. He's guarding my affections. He's guarding the way I think. He's guarding my, uh, my theology. And if the Holy Spirit's in charge, I really have very little to fear about it. Right? Right? So I can say the word apostle in the sense that it's a little a. It's not a position. Even Paul himself said, I am Paul an apostle, not the apostle Paul. He realized that it was a function of his life. It was a ministry of his life. And the word office, which only appears twice in the New Testament, means ministry. The word office yeah, only appears twice. And the word and it means ministry. It doesn't mean a positional thing. Again, these are servant roles. And I want to be free to walk in each and every one of them because you know what? The Holy Spirit is guarding my heart and my spirit 
He's living inside of me. And because he is the spirit of the living God, he walks in all those things. And if he lives inside of me, I, would, I really believe he wants to express himself through those things. Right? right? I don't, I'm not talking about becoming an apostle. Goodness gracious, no. I have no intention of becoming an apostle. I have a hard enough time being a shepherd. Okay? All right. Charles Spurgeon once said this. Listen to this quote. Scripture is like a lion. And whoever heard about defending a lion? Just turn it loose. It will defend itself. Amen. Scripture has been turned loose in us and through us. The apostolic sending power of the Holy Spirit breathes through us, getting us ready to go. Getting us ready to go. Romans 10, 14 and 15 asks a couple of really important questions in all this. How can people have faith in the Lord and ask him to save them if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear unless someone tells them? And how can anyone tell them without being sent? Apostello. By the Lord. And the scriptures say it's a beautiful sight to see even the feet of someone coming to preach the good news. To this call, an apostolic heart cries out saying, Lord, here I am. Send me. Send me. The apostolic stream is just basically a call. Recognizing that we are sent out people, sent out sons and daughters to establish things where things are just not established yet. To go and start a beachhead where the other troops can come and we claim territory that belongs to the king. That's it in a nutshell. That's what this is all about. This is... It's, we don't have to be afraid of people having this apostolic gift that, that are jumping up and down at the chance to, to, to answer the cry of, who am I going to send? And they say, I'll do it. I'll go. Why wouldn't we want to be able to recognize those people, recognize that gift, and then equip them to go? Let's be bold. Let's be bold as we study this word. Study this teaching. Study whatever God asks us to study. Let's be bold and step out in faith. And allow the word of God to shape us in such a way that when we hear him say, who am I going to send? We'll raise our hands and say, I go. I'm scared to death, but I'll go. I'm just going to go. Where do you want me to go? I don't care. Just, I'll go. See, it, that's a step of faith. It's not about being, having a special designation of who you are. Again, there's nothing more special than being the son or daughter of the Most High. Right? But if we, if we can walk in apostolic freedom, being sent out once, that's a powerful expression of the Holy Spirit in us. If we can do that as a prophet, if we can do that as an evangelist, as we can do that as a shepherd or as a teacher, if all five of those streams are operating in our midst, 
helping each other, equipping each other, teaching each other, making us this community of believers that it gets closer and closer and closer together so that we are unified. That is a pretty strong holy projectile to shoot into the dark areas of this community. And that's what I believe God wants for all of us, is to be free in all of that. Let's explore these things. Let's not be afraid of it any longer. God is big enough to correct us along the way and to teach us along the way. So, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for expressing your heart. I pray that you will continue to do that. That words that I said today that are not of you, that they would just disappear in people's minds and spirits. You would erase them. But Father, thank you that you want us to explore who you are so that we can understand all these things. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that leads us to all truth. That opens up our own revelation of what your word means. That you want to equip us. That you want to get us ready to go on this journey. You want us to pursue this journey. You want us to to be able to have the courage and the boldness enough to raise our hands and say, Here I am. Send me. That you help us even understand what that really means. I thank you that you're faithful to us. that That you're consistently generous with us. With your love and your mercy and your forgiveness. I thank you for the hearts that are here today and for the ones that couldn't be here today. I thank you that you love them desperately. And you want freedom for them. And you want healing for them. And you want restoration for you. And you want redemption for them in all areas of their life. So I pray that you will bless them. I pray that you will bless them financially, relationally. You will bless their health. You will bless their mind. You will bless their spirits, their emotions. And that everything about their, their lives, they will see your hand in it. And they... <laughs> will be ready to answer the call when you call them. And that I'll be ready to answer the call when you call. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, my timer hasn't gone off. But, I think they're still going on in there. So, anybody have any comments? Quick thoughts? Something you want to throw on me? Tell me that I haven't already heard a million times, and you are so nailing it with all this fresh perspective and mm-hmm. insight. And I just see God pouring through you and into all of us, so that we can all like come together and become the people that we're meant mm-hmm. to be. And I can't tell you, I can't thank you enough, and I can't tell you how much I'm getting every week from these messages. And it is blowing me away because I was so jaded mm-hmm. into thinking, you know. What else is there? Mm. So thank you for uncovering these nuggets of truth. Well, thank you for the encouragement. Isn't God good? Very good. Very good. Speak through a vessel like me. <laughs> but thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Anybody else? You were talking about how the apostle, apostolic gift, sorry, um, <laughs> Hold one minute. Because that is the timer. All right. Hold it next week. Sorry. You know, sets up a beachhead.
and that they remember what is the mission. And as you were saying that, I was thinking, well, what is the mission? What is the mission? And I just felt like the Lord said to seek and save that which is lost and that there's a strategic way to do that and how exciting it is that we're all necessary to accomplish that mission. Mm -hmm. But we have to be clear about that and, and that God is setting us free to work effectively by knowledge, by this knowledge of yeah. what it really means. So that's exciting. Yeah. And the apostolic stream is just that. It's just it, it's some forward thinking that sometimes, you know, uh, is needed. You know, advanced strategy and all that kind of stuff. Apostello? Yeah. Yeah. A-P-O. A-P-O. And Stello. S-T-E-L-L-O. It kind of sounded like Apple. Oh, okay. The way I say things, you never know what I'm going to say. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but I I didn't know what A-P-O, and and it meant to separate. Yep. Like, I had, you know, how my mind works, as you know. I sort of thought Apple is kind of what separated Mm, well, the the Eat fruit, the garden, yeah. yeah. I thought that was kind of, yeah. I didn't know if that had any relevance. Yeah, but it's not the apple. It's, not it's, that it's that just I can't pronounce okay, words. I well, I mean, <laughs> so, you know, I speak Greek. <laughs> or it sounds like Greek. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry about uh, All my notes will be up online, too, okay, because I realize there was a lot there. and um, I kind of went through it fast, and I'm sorry for that, but I was, like, I was, like, energized today. So, anybody else? No? Well, then you're just free to hang out or free to go. Thank you.